Hi everybody, and welcome once back, once more, to the Awesome Cast. I'm Basil. I'm Eric. I'm Kevin. And with us is special guest Gerald Rathkel from Anime World Order. Thank you, thank you very much for coming on the podcast tonight, sir. No problem. This all sort of came about um, uh, about a month ago, I guess. Now, it, w- it was kind of strange where I thought, well, it's been forever. But we really should do some sort of year, look back at the year, the 2000 decades, decade. And so we decided to record a uh, top animes of the 2000s. At the same time, y'all were recording like this giant, like month long extravaganza of pod, uh, podcasts that covered all the anime in the 2000s. Yeah, we can't really shut up. So that thing ended up being uh, way longer than we thought. We actually thought we could get it done in two hours. Like, in the, in the beginning, but we, we got through, I think, two years, or three years, in two hours? Yeah, we, yeah, we did a top ten, we barely got under just under two hours for only ten anime apiece. And, and we overlapped a lot on that, too, so... And then when I posted it up, someone was like, hey, y'all should do the worst anime of the 2000s. And I was like, okay. And I heard, you know, and since I noticed that um, you had brought up a bunch of anime you didn't like, and your overall thing i'm like i'm gonna ask gerald on i need i need gerald on for this so so because i'm the biggest hater in in anime podcasting uh you i was the one to call (laughs) yes but you know sometimes (laughs) being the hater is okay you know what really struck out to be uh stuck out to me was how much you hated everything so we just decided to do also he, he you know he he showed me the wonders of um what attack girl gotamon yeah, Go to Mono. Yeah, I ended up thinking. Well, thanks. I, I, I should mention that uh, I, I enjoy anime that gives me a a visceral emotional response, and that that applies both to anime that I love and anime that I hate. So, even if I hate it, I, I'm glad that it made me feel something. There's yeah. there's a lot of anime that I put on the that I put on the list that I that I struck off because. It just left me with absolutely nothing. Yeah, I had a hard time assembling a list because there's a lot of anime I just assumed was bad and didn't watch it. So I had to think, find things I'd actually seen and went, oh, this sucks. Yeah, my list was about 29 different shows, and then I had to parse that down. And, well, I, I guess I can go into it and, you know, how I chose things in more detail when we get to that point in the show. Okay, but um, but first things first. If you want to hear you know our top ten, you know awesomecast.com, go check out the index of awesome, and also for Anime World Orders, Giganto set of their run. The um, is it now awopodcast.com? Um, it is animeworldorder.com. Awopodcast is just kind of the the link that we use for masking purposes. But gotcha. uh, always always choose animeworldorder.com. That'll always get you there. Okay. Um, in other news, uh, for us anyways, locally, there's a new convention in Huntsville, Alabama called Hamacon, and we are running, it's June 4th through 6th, I believe, it's the first weekend of June, and we are running a crap ton of panels. I'm doing some about RPGs, we're doing one on sequels and and video games, I'm doing one on Urasawa, Tsundere's, we're um, doing our first thing with odd participation, we're... Eric and I are doing a Whose Line Is It Hentai panel. Hell yes. Pornography and improv. 
we, we've taken the same sketches of whose line is in any way and then reformatted them to be about hentai. Now, is this a, a convention that's a- anime-geared, or is it the the kind of uh, mix-up of anime and video games and whatever else nerdy stuff? I think it's designed more of a mix-up, focusing more on anime and video games. Uh, one of the main guys who helps running it um, has done video games for a bunch of other smaller conventions around our area. And so just by that nat- that fact, it just naturally shifted more video game-oriented than the average convention goes. I see. It, it feels much more like, what if, you know, like, you know, an anime con with a little bit of packs, but just a little bit. Okay. Like, we're actually having, you know... Because... Well, go on. Oh, I was going to say, because so many cons out there, like, say, hey, we're an anime convention, and then basically half the programming is video game related. So, but it, it, also, it also depends on, you know, what the con says it is. So, right. Because we have a convention here that's called uh, EXPCon that's like in uh, St. Augustine that's somewhere north of us. And uh, they say straight up we are an anime and video game convention and they get guests from both sides there. And they had like the voice of Kratos there one year and the uh, voice of Master Chief and such. So, And Vic Mignogna, So, Well, you're a devil. You, you can't go you're a, anime mm-hmm. conven- a couple of anime conventions without you know, stumbling at least, at least on one Vic. Yeah. Yes. I think I've not killed him in an elevator three or four times now. Well, a lot of that is, too, is especially the smaller cons when you're first starting up, if there are people that are willing to run content and spend their time and money for free, you're totally on board with that. Yeah, it's true. Like, I know a lot of people, you know, there's not always a lot of crafting uh, panels are being done at this con. Most guys, that's what people offer to do, so that's what they took. Yeah, that one girl is doing like 10, 15 crafting panels, and so there's a ton of crafting oh, stuff so, going on. So is the situation there pretty much like it is in Florida, where it's very rare for any sort of proposition or panel to be rejected, just because they have to fill the slots, so they take pretty much everything? I think that's more or less how this one went. I mean, I'm not actually on the... Per- I'm not person who decides, yeah, this panel's good, this panel's bad. But I know that every panel that I suggested immediately went up the... immediately went, oh, okay. Yeah, you can run that. But I also think that a lot of my panels also came from uh, MTAC, the Metal TC Anime Convention. So they already knew that they were established actual working panels. Okay. Which, you know, the fools, because this is my first year actually running panels. So... Oh, it's your first year doing panels or running yeah. panels? Uh, doing panels entirely. Like, oh, I, how many panels did you did you uh, guys uh, go uh, suggest doing or sign up for doing? Um, at OhioCon, we only I only did two panels, which was my panel on Sudaries, and I ran a podcast panel that was that no one showed up to because I was the only podcast there. <laughs> but like, I had like fifteen people, and they were like, so. What anime do you like? And I go, well, I like this anime. They're like, that's pretty cool. And I pretty much BS in this gigantic room for like an hour. That was fun. At MTAC, it was much better, and I think we did three or four panels. At least four panels. Mm, Sundere, Urasawa, Takahashi. Takahashi. What did we do um, another one? We did one with Is that Rumiko Takahashi? Yeah, Rumiko Takahashi. 
Yeah, we actually had this discussion. Okay. <laughs> oh, and uh, there's there's uh, multiple Takahashi's there. So uh, the T panel that was the other one. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, Doug I did a panel on T. I kept making jokes if we were going to talk about Votoms or Leisner, um, but that was yeah. Oh, speaking of things that are coming up, though, at some point, um, Regan's going to finally put out the um, Anime 82 third half of his like mecha craziness podcast. Yeah, I'm not actually sure which part I'm in in that, but uh, I did a I did a short review for him there. Yeah, I think you're going to be. I think you're in the third one because I think that's what we're we're also in the third one. We did one on uh, Maz and Kaiser. Okay, I did one on uh, Z Mind. So yeah, there you go. So there's yeah, another one where we're both talking on the same podcast, only just you know entirely separate sections. Indeed. Right. So, so there we go. That's the stuff, and I guess we'll cut to a musical interlude, and then we'll get into our least favorite animes of the two thousands. Bleach. I mean, what? Got a musical, musical interlude before we talk about the crap. off the list. But my start off with a wonderful little OAV that was called Angel Sanctuary. Oh, God. Now, I, Angel Sanctuary came out in, like, 1998, so I guess you're going for shows that were actually released in the 2000s in America? I guess it was... Was it, was it actually... Because um, mine says the anime was released in 2000. Okay, well... Well, I went to a convention where it premiered at, and that was like in 2000 or so. So, But I, I could be wrong. I, I, I could be wrong, but uh, I would totally agree that Angel Sanctuary is one of the worst things ever made. Let's <laughs> <laughs> like, agree on that. <laughs> like, oh my god, I watched that. Yeah, yeah, it came out uh, May of 2000. Okay, it's, it's like, the show that... That that everyone was you know ups- that all the characters were upset with the the main characters because the brother and sister want to strip each other, and everyone was they're like you know we just want to have sex with our brother and sister and everyone's like no you can't do that we're evil. But is so. that so wrong? And they're like yes yes, <laughs> yes it is yes it is yeah actually exactly. that's kind of gross but yeah this is this is a totally great idea yeah. for an anime guys so I don't know what your uh, your problem is my ex loved that OAV. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that because we watched an anime club one night, and they and they, she couldn't stop weeping over how wonderful it was, and I'm like, no, no, no it's shit. not. What the fuck am I and watching? Thus, she is now an ex. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, divorced that night, actually. No, um, we weren't married yet. Yeah, married, divorced. It was a, it's a long, horrible tale. Not for this podcast, but <laughs> but goddamn, I hated that show so much. Like, like, <laughs> just watching it was like, I mean. As soon as I re- started looking through the list of stuff that happened in two 2000s, I'm like, oh god, this is both my number one on the list 
you know, both date and time-wise, and just sheer hatred. Like, I, I just feel the bile just filling up in my gullet just right now. Like, God, how did I waste my now, time people tell me that, that crap? People tell me and, and swear to me that the manga is better, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that to, to be this bad really uh, requires that you are... The, the original material be at least... You know, if it's the original material is half as bad, it's still horrible. I don't so. understand how you would make that plot better. I mean, if they in any way, shape, or form took their story from the manga, how could you improve I, I, on I, that? I gather being able to read the manga requires you to get over the squick of the incest aspect. And if you can ignore that, I've heard it's good. But I also can just can't climb. ignore that, so I well, haven't read it. And we're from Alabama, guys. <laughs> like, all three people here are podcasting. And not three out of four are podcasting from North Alabama, and we can't get over the incest stick, so... Well, it's, it's not just the incest. It's like, oh, the angels are demons, and the demons are angels. Ooh. That's never Ooh. been done before at all. It's never. Totally Talk original. about edgy. Yeah, it's, it's oh, something yeah. that I guess a 13 or 14-year-old would find edgy. Yeah. So. Got some pretty art that was made in relation to it, but that's really also, again, the manga. Uh. I, I then followed up with my list of things. So this, I'm sure, you know, I'm going to get bile and hatred for. But next one on my list is Love Hina. I agree with this. I... Well, that was actually a, on my on my 29 list thing, and I actually struck it off as just not bad enough. I mean, it, it, it <laughs> almost made the top 10. Almost. But, uh, but, yeah. For me, quite. it was okay. It was probably more like like Eric Hadway. It was like the fans really went like, "Oh man, Basil, have you seen this show? It's called Love Hina. It's, it's Fina. great. <laughs> this guy he pisses off a girl and then she punches him and he flies through the air. Isn't that hilarious? Once, as uh, <laughs> as my friend James would say, that's fucking anime shtick right there, and I'm tired of it. It's funny. Once in another show I saw a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny when that stuff, that shit happens to Team Rocket. Not to this random dude who's just an asshole. If I want to watch dude who's an asshole, I'll watch, like, Utsei Yatsura. He's at least a funny asshole. But yeah, it's it's pretty much the everything that, you know, I, I dislike in harem anime. Just already just right there, exemplified. <sighs> I will admit that it had a couple of clever episodes <clears throat> early on. Like, maybe the first five or so had a few clever episodes. But if it were just five episodes long, it probably would just go down as like an average forgettable show for me. Um, but that it's 26 episodes with the same joke over and over again makes it well, that guess... much worse. And it's made even worse the fact that it was like one of the early, early um, digisubs that people yeah. were distributing all over the place and people were going wild over it. And I think they were going wild over the fact that it was a digisub. Yeah. I think that actually probably has a lot to do with it. Free anime from the internet, it must be good. <laughs> Poor fool. Oh. I love this era we live in where I can we can actually afford to hate anime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we don't have to love everything that comes from Japan. It's pretty well, great. When you spend 30 bucks for two episodes, yeah, exactly. you, you better, love, better, better love that episode. You love, I loved every episode of Ranma I bought on VHS, you better believe but you know why I didn't love? Noir. Noir, you take a concept that should be so easy to make good. Hot chicks with guns. Like, you can do it. It's been done. Several times. Dirty pair. Guns with Dirty pair. Guns with cats. But no, Noir, no. It's, 
uh, it's the same when you have a show that's a flashback within a flashback and then then you go into another flashback and they're all from episode one what's what's they, worse is that let's take a concept like the dirty pair and then have the director of the dirty pair movie the best dirty pair thing ever done make a TV series and then screw it up yeah that's that what makes it so much that's, worse is that this this should have been good and it it could probably be like one of the best six episode series ever but it's 26 episodes what we're saying is that even when, like the action is, is 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 horrible too like what they'll do is they'll you'll see a shot a, a shot of the girl holding up and then shooting and then it'll cut to the guy falling mm-hmm. like you don't actually see them shoot anybody it's always the same them pointing and then then the guy falling it's like can you at least show me the, them actually shooting the guy she totally like stabbed a guy in the face with sunglasses once and that was awesome okay so it has one cool that was like in the first show. or second episode so <laughs> why couldn't they flash back to that oh well it's 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 like Gerald said I think it's going to be a running theme that uh, we're going to get a lot of shows on here that are would have been not so bad if they'd only had used the five episodes of plot they had, but instead they had an entire 26-episode season. That's and what happens just... when with, with the death of the OAV market, so they, they can't yeah. just, you know, get these short short concepts out in, in you know, a few episodes. They have to expand it to 13 or 26 episodes. Had that out of it, guys. Really shows. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got four episodes of work? Uh, make it 26. You can do it. So... The power's been on you all along. It, it means 26 paychecks, come on. Yeah, make, make them lesbians, but not quite. So, wuss out yes. and not actually make them lesbians, so. And do it three times. In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And to do a flashback to a priest that we almost did it, but not really. Well, I'm, I'm uh, thinking more like, let's do it in noir, then do it in Madlax, and then do it yeah. in, uh, what was that other show that they did? That other show. That, that, uh, I same exact remember thing. it as that other show. Yeah, like I, yeah, I remember that watching the first episode of Matlats going, "Oh, this is obviously the same people who did Noir," and mm-hmm. this looks like the same goddamn crap. Oh man, they made lesbians forgettable. That's terrible. Yes, for that they will never be forgiven. <laughs> but yeah, then moving on is finally I get to a show done by was it? Ah, oh, yes, Gonzo. Chrono Crusade. Oh, Gonzo! It's a trap. That show looked that show looked horrible enough that I didn't even watch an episode of it, so I couldn't say anything. Well, and it's my own. Did the anime club just like want to watch it though? Uh, what happened to me was I saw the words Chrono Crusade, like up for download. I went, oh, I remember Chrono Trigger. I like that. Oh, I wonder if this anime is based in any way. No, okay. Well, it's Gonzo. Okay. Yeah, then you should just go watch the Chrono Trigger anime, which was horrible, too. Well, it was horrible, too. <laughs> you guys shut up. I haven't seen it yet. I still hold out hope. And then, then I then I watch this. I'm like, okay, it's a done with guns. All right. Well, how, how bad could this... Oh, oh God. It's, it's not the hammer. Oh, God. No, it's, no it's, it's not anything. It's just like, it was like... How many bland, generic tropes can you throw at me at once and then do them all crappily? And that's what Chrono Crusade is. At least Gonzo normally will get me from the, you know, at least the first episode might be decent. Might, maybe. Sometimes they trick you. But this one was just, this first episode, I'm like, I'm done. I'm so done with the show. And then I talked to some yeah, of my friends at the club and I go, t- 
I, I think that fr- just from like the new type uh, artwork, I could tell that this was going to be a bad show. And uh, I mean, w- what good shows has Gonzo done, really? Uh, uh Gantetsuo. Yeah, Gantetsuo. Gankutsu. I... Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I still have issues with that show, major issues, but I could arguably say, you know, that's probably one of the better shows they've done. I and, enjoyed uh, Blast Reiter, but it would have been de- better done by an anime, another anime studio. <laughs> In other words, basically, you should have known better. <laughs> well, this this was really the, this was the anime that really really brought to attention just how crappy Gonzo was. Like before then, you know, I was like, eh, whatever. Like somebody, I watched the first couple episodes of Helsing and enjoyed it. I hadn't actually finished Helsing at this point, but then I realized that oh god, what what did I just inflict upon myself? And then later on, then I went and finished Watch Helsing and went, oh god, why did I just re-inflict upon myself? But so yeah, this I is think, really... Uh, a... I think we're going to learn that, that one of the things about this decade is that Gonzo should do what they originally were created to do, and that is three to five minute long um, cinemas for video games, because yes. <laughs> they're excellent at that stuff. They're yeah. excellent if there's not really supposed to be any story or anything coherent. <laughs> Beyond that, it's and then they're sometimes pain. okay when they're making up an original story, but when they adapt, it goes straight to hell. <laughs> but then I don't know because they did the anime stuff for the Super Street Fighter Four, and that looks like way crap compared to what um, I... Studio Four C did in the first version. Oh, they did. Okay, yeah, I, I got confused there. Yeah, they did well, Super Street Fighter Four, not Street Fighter right. Four. Gonzo has only gotten worse with time. <laughs> like at this point, they couldn't even do like the like the, the two or three minute like segments right. Where half the time, I, like I think it was was it Blanca's ending or Blanca's beginning, which was literally just like panning, you know, still frames. Mm-hmm. But well, you that's tell all of was... them now. In the in the Super Street Fighter Four, every one of them, the opening is awful. It's just like three frames panned with with a, a narration in the background. Yeah, and, and the endings are that much better. I really just wish that they had just, you know, just kept the 4C stuff. That at least, you know, characters actually moved. <laughs> but anyways, this isn't about Street Fighter. It will it, be about Gonzo more it, as we'll the night goes bring up on. a video game thing. Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. How, how yeah, that's on be? my list. <laughs> when the cell phone is the most important character in your movie and gets the you know the heiress death scene, there's something wrong. That cell phone deserved an Oscar nomination. I don't know what you're talking about. Did <laughs> you see the emotion eligible. on that cell phone? <laughs> it was making a smiley face and then a sad face. I... Now, yeah, I... Advent Children is not something that surprised me with how bad it was. I knew exactly what it would be, exactly how it would how it would go before I even saw it, but it it is on a technical basis, and by technical I mean like the, the design work and the modeling is fantastic but on a technical basis in terms of editing and direction it's it's garbage it's horrible Well even when the director was like, yeah, it's pretty much just a bunch of cutscenes that they're together in the form of a movie yeah. Yep it, it, I mean, even for and I'm a fan of the original Final Fantasy VII. It's, um, it's like fan fiction. Like uh, I think we talked about it on the show, on our show, uh, Anime World Order. That this is something that, even if you're a fan of this, you have to be a big fan of Final Fantasy fan fiction. And it it helps if you're female, 
because they this was this seems to be heavily targeted towards people who like watching Cloud walk around with that with his really weird looking cut off jer- jersey and uh, looking sad. Which is even worse because he should have gotten over that in the, over the course of his video game. Like on top of that, it even like uh, does it contradicts a bunch of stuff in the video game. It does, of course. Even the video game contradicts itself within the video game sometimes. But you know, but yeah, that's you're true. Right. But it's it yeah, it even contradicts itself. So what audience was this for? And as far as I can tell, it was for idiots who like looking at cute, had like looking at shiny things. So, I like shiny things. I guess uh, Square understands their market. Yeah, they like, do very uh, well. Yeah. Uh, I feel the uh, Blu-ray director's cut and its extra 30 minutes of story was great for the extra 15 minutes of Rudin Reno. And there you go. <laughs> well, now, did they, fix, did they fix the utterly incoherent fight scenes in it? A little? <laughs> not really. I mean, the, the, the fight scenes were the worst part of that. I mean, they could not make a coherent fight scene. Everything was cut so quickly that there was no spatial quality mm-hmm. in the fight scenes that was just a bunch of energy. Uh, they, it annoyed did, me greatly. They did put a little bit more... There are, like, I think some more frames and a couple little more bits in the Cloud Sephiroth fight scene that were not in A there. few more frames? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like I think there's some more frames. In, in, like, yeah, and, you just need five more frames and it would have been a perfect fight. <laughs> it would have been yeah, It really is about 15 minutes. It's it's like a half hour longer. It's about 15 minutes of trying to make the story make more sense and not doing a great job of it. And 15 more minutes of Rude and Reno being Rude and Reno. Well, they need to go get the uh, guy who did the uh, dead fantasy stuff and go, okay, this is how a fight scene, like, is coherent. I met that guy, actually. Um, Oh, really? uh, Yeah, I did. He did a panel at Anime Boston. Um uh, which uh, was interesting on a technical level, but he, he seems to be a little bit full of himself in terms of like he showed a clip from the panel from his panel and said, "Well, you know, I would show you more, but uh, uh, it's not yet released. But oh, whatever, it was leaked on the internet." I'm like, "Wait a second, you made this. You're the only person that has the file. You leaked this." <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how do you like trying to talk like big Hollywood shit? Like, no, this wasn't leaked. You leaked this. So no. I didn't tell him that, but I was definitely thinking it. But I mean, he, <laughs> he definitely can construct a better fight scene than the guys in uh, Advent Children. Oh yeah, so. and I can see that because even in even in thirteen, but I remember the scene that finally I, I went through the first twenty five hours, played the ten hours of goodness after that. And then they lead you into this weird motorcycle race thing where it's just the motorcycle driving really fast to the screen. And they cut to another shot of a motorcycle driving really fast to a screen into the screen. And it was they just repeated that sort of motif over and over again. It would was the most incoherent action thing I've ever seen out of Square yet. And that was they the point know where I, their audience. And that's <laughs> the point where I turned it off. Like and I was done with the game. But yeah. So moving on, oh, Mobile Suit Gundam Seed Destiny. That's on my list. <laughs> Is See, anyone here whose list that's not on? I'm just like uh, I actually try. I actually couldn't even get through Mo- Mo- Mobile Suit Gundam Seed, and so I didn't even get to Destiny. So uh, Seed, I didn't mind because I sort of I I went through it the same way I actually got through Code Geass. 
because I, I was in it for what crazy cliffhanger they would give to me next. Because at the end point of Seed and, and through the entirety of Code Geass, it sometimes felt like it was more of a soap opera than you would normally see out of an anime. Where you would get, something. Where you would get sort of things like, and no, I was really your brother, and I was your sister, but we're actually clones. From Angel Sanctuary. I mean, like, I And I was like, okay, what fresh crack can you give me today, Gundam Seed Destiny? Seed. Or Seed. Seed was What fresh okay. crack can you give me? And I was able to get through it okay. And Destiny didn't start off pretty good. I'm like, oh, okay, I can see where this leads. You did what? You're not going. No. No. The scenes where Kira... The best scenes in the show are when Kira goes and God modes and kills everything for me. Because everyone else was being stupid. That's not a good sign. And whenever you have to go into God mode to fix something and that's your best moments, then it's not a good show. No. I just... I've yeah, randomly I mean, ranted about this show for that, like, just to people who don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. Because it boils up inside me and I just have to say something. Yeah, I'm actually curious about watching it because, I mean, I, I thought Gundam Seed was crap, but lots and lots of people love Gundam Seed to death. And so I'm, I'm very much alone in that opinion of the show. But, I mean, I know that Seed Destiny is, like, one of the biggest disappointments for everybody who's seen it, just because um, <clears throat> you took one of the most popular Gundam properties of the last 20 or so years and just wrecked it. Um, just totally dropped the ball on it in every way. Yeah, Destiny was so bad, I actually gave up on the mecha genre more or less entirely until I watched Gurren Lagann. Gurren Lagann! Which, you know, restored my faith in mecha anime. And got me to go watch other things that I actually enjoyed that had been made, like, you know, before and after Destiny that actually existed. Oh, but, man, you, you guys can't see it, but the look that Kevin is giving Basil as he mentions uh, Gurren saving his mechanists no uh, is really funny. I was giving him no look. You're just sitting there staring at him like, yeah, Gurren Okay, man. I don't love Gurren but it's okay. It's even pretty Neither good. Neither do I. I, I think Gurren is a solid show. I don't think it's a great show. I think the, the more mech anime that someone has seen, the more okay the show is, as far as I've seen but then my next is sort of a one-two punch. And this is very solidly on the fans of the show around me, which was Rosario plus Vampire and Two Love Rue. They're two different shows, two, two different companies. One's Gonzo, the other one's one is not Gonzo. I think it was actually um, Zebek <coughs> who did it. But they're pretty much both crappy harem comedies that aren't very actually, good. Actually, Zebek... Yeah, Zebek is kind of like Gonzo's, like the the cheaper go- version of Gonzo, actually. Like, but uh, I actually haven't seen either of those shows. Both of those looked like, like, fan service fetishy shows. Yeah, were they, were they like that? Are. Yeah, yeah they're pretty pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they are. And sorry, was Rosario plus vampire fetishy crab? Of course, oh, it was. Yes. I watched a couple episodes of my own free will because I like supernatural themed shows, and yeah, it was amusing for a couple episodes. It entertained me for uh, every thirty seconds per episode that tits were jiggling. Other than that, no. it actually entertained me for every like five or six seconds where the vampire girl went into her real full vampire mode and beat something up, 
and that really was about five or six seconds every episode. <laughs> you have your fetish, and I have mine. But mostly because what would happen would be like, whenever I show up at Anime Club for a while, like everyone would go, oh yeah, Basil hates this, let's vote that in. <laughs> I remember that period. Everybody vote for everything Basil hates. I have the new episode of Rosario plus Vampire. Good for you! You're out of the club. And for that, <laughs> these shows will always live in infamy. Actually, I actually have a show on my list that I'm going to that that I've chosen as a demonstration of why you need to run your own anime club and you need to have an iron fist when you run it. <laughs> you need to say this. This is what we are watching. If you don't like it, leave. We are not watching this shitty show that you want to watch that just came out. And there's actually two on my list that are actually got there because of this. So um, that is my suggestion: is start your own club and rule with an iron fist. <laughs> And, uh, I debated it, but instead I said, I'm just going to form a podcast. Anyways, um, <laughs> th- this one actually, you know, actually could have went right in there, which is AkiCon. Which is just a hair man with a really stupid idea. Where it's, oh, let's take Coke cans and turn them into cute girls. That's an intelligent decision. Yeah, I've only heard about this by proxy. I've never seen an episode. <laughs> I think I saw one episode of this, and it looked dumb. That, like I wonder about this show because when when I like l- let me give you a parallel and this show is not on my list but there's this show that came with this like AOV that came out this decade called Icon, um, mm-hmm. which you might be familiar with. It's like a two part thing that's with these girls with enormous breasts. Um, oh yeah. Uh, why does everybody look over at me when he says that? <laughs> if I don't want to know and, you, actually I've heard of it. Yes. And I, I actually w- watched this, and I was kind of wondering about I- Akikan in the same way. Like, on the surface, this seems like an absolutely horrible show. But I wonder if this was made with the production crew as kind of almost a sly satire. Um, like, I, I know that the Icon manga was definitely not satire, but the anime <clears throat> definitely seems more, like, satire-ish to me. And people kept telling me who were watching Icon that... Well, one or two people that were watching Icon were telling me that <clears throat> if you don't take the concept seriously, it's entertaining. But I guess that wasn't the, the situation for you. I really wonder if this show was just made by Brain Space so they can have a very solid crap show and go, yeah, this was our worst show. <laughs> just so you know, that was our worst show. Nothing will ever Everything else is pretty good, even though Night Wizard came close. Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh... <laughs> And then my last two are more, much more recent shows, which one is just, you know, I'll at least give this anime props for knowing what it wanted to do with itself, which was Queen's Blade. It just was nothing I wanted at all in a show, period. But yet then I watched the first episode out of morbid curiosity and was punished for it. Yeah, I've not ever made it past the first episode. I hear it has an actual real serious plot amongst the gratuitous fan service. But no. I think that Queen's Blade knew what it wanted to be and accomplished that very well. Um, so uh, I, it didn't get on my list. So, uh, but I know that that people either hate this show or are embarrassed to like it. So, <laughs> well, it really felt like it was a vehicle. Like, okay, let's take this, get all these really popular voice actresses. And make them voice act in this show, 
and then show what, the, what they're voice acting afterwards. Because it has a lot of really popular talent in it. Mm-hmm. And these... Well, voice actresses in Japan will do anything. Like, the amount of, of yes. hentai that they do is amazing, just they don't usually use their regular names for it. Yes. So. Yeah. So when an H game gets turned into a tame anime, look at the voice actresses who do the voices. They probably do the voices in the H game, too. <laughs> there was actually a really good situation of that where the voices sound... this. This, these voices sound re- sounded really similar, and the company explained it away. I kid you not, they explained it away by saying that this is actually her long-lost sibling. This is not... A, <laughs> yeah. The, the, they sound similar, but they're actually long-lost siblings. Yeah, sure, guys. Yeah, <laughs> That's that's awesome. I, I wish I had the, uh, the the stones to say something like that in like an official release. Well, this is the country yeah. that gave us... Uh, that said... That said, it's German ninjutsu. It's ninjutsu from Germany. From Germany. Because I say so. <laughs> that totally exists. <laughs> and then finally, my, my last show is K-On! Because... Yeah, the Puppy Bowl. But my theory of K-On! is that... You know, it is very much like you're watching the Puppy Bowl. You've got a bunch of retards who can't survive at all... In normal life... But with contained within their show, acting like idiots, it's kind of cute and funny to watch. Problem is that they, what really got me was that then they introduced this female teacher character, who almost seemed like a single, you know, moment of awesome where she started being this awesome, like almost Detroit Metal City parody character, who apparently, you know, but then they shifted her over from being this like teacher who secretly was this crazy, you know, punk rock star chick in her spare time to just being their person they go to when they want their fetish clothing. And just, I was like, it took the one thing that was really actually neat about this show, which they stole from a much better show, but anyways. <laughs> and then you, uh stupid K-On. Yes, that, that kind of sums it up. Uh, yeah, another show that didn't get on my list, I'd only seen maybe two episodes of it, but it it just seemed like the show that knew what it wanted to do and did it, and I had no interest in what it was doing, so I didn't really pursue it. Well, at first it wasn't that bad. I mean, they were more of this, like, you know, it almost had more, not, it wasn't as good as Ozamanga Dial, it had that sort of more comic-y feel to it, sort of innocent feel. But then as mm-hmm. it just went on... They they decided to go ah screw it we could do intelligent writing or we just put cat ears on them let's do cat ears that seems like an easy way to get some money and, and that's what Kion sort of you know devolved into then the internet was flooded with porn ah it was flooded with porn <laughs> it was flooded with porn long <laughs> before that there was no porn before Kion so <laughs> exactly no that's porn right. before Kion. Oh, man. That t-shirt. would put it on my top ten anime <laughs> if that was true. But there, there's my list of hate. List of hate. Same one. Want to go next? There was very little crossover, actually. I've got a. Uh, there was only one thing on that list that I had. Excellent. Well, I'm going last. All so, right. Like everybody's looking at me now. <laughs> like, okay. okay. Should I go? I could go. 
Go. This is Kevin's list of perils. Run, Kevin, run free. As he unrolls his scroll of doom, which is actually written a, a Walmart, Walmart receipt. receipt with the only piece of paper I could find this morning. Uh, <laughs> I got some shows. Uh, I only really have a list of nine because there was no Tsukihime anime. Ever. There is no Star Trek V. There is no Highlander 2. There is no Tsukihime anime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, that's a popular internet meme, but uh, no, really, yeah, it was bad characterization. Uh, it's like it was a bad mismatch of the actual plot from the game, which is pretty decent. And I don't know, that's all I really want to say about it is it just was, there, there is no Tsukihime anime. <laughs> now, is, is it one of those shows that nothing, absolutely nothing happens in? Like, this is a type moon thing, right? Yeah, I mean, some stuff happens. It's a, it's a, there are episodes. Twelve episodes, something happens in there. She, she has a drink. People talk, yeah. there's walking. It, like most Type Moon-derived anime, it left out all the best bits. Uh, although, Fate Stay Night did a better job of not leaving out all the best bits. But, uh, <laughs> it, it didn't even really follow one of the storylines it kind of jumbled up a mess out of all the story possible storylines and just it was not great and i really liked the game so that's uh <laughs> i was like yeah. yeah i think i think all of the uh all of the type moon stuff is just going to be stuff that i'm never going to get because i tried watching fate stay night the anime mm-hmm. and i got about i think 12 episodes in and realized that nothing was happening in the show that, uh, something does happen, but it yeah, you it's about like the last two episodes. Something oh, so, so it should have been like three episodes long then. <laughs> it's, it's got Final Fantasy Thirteen syndrome. Uh, yes. Thirty hours in, the game starts. Hmm. Yeah, that's um, that's one. Uh, also, uh, number two, I'm gonna go with Great Dan Gaio, not the Dan Gaio OAV series because that was sort of cool and is a happy spot in my anime early anime memories. Uh, but the Great Dan Gaio TV series that sucked ass. That was uh, I didn't even I didn't even want to watch it because I have great love for the original Dan Gaio, and yes. I hear that they even got the original director um, back to to do this, and it it's. Terrible, I hear. Like it, it doesn't it, it even have was? any relation back to Dangayo, except in like the last ten minutes or something. Yes, and then and what amounts to the actual last ten minutes of the anime would have been a good place to really start the story because it really ends with no real resolution and every implication that there is a lot left to resolve, <laughs> and it just it it it's like the worst thing from Toshiki Hirano ever. And he does occasionally do some hit and miss. <laughs> He's very miss right now, but he is one of my favorite bad directors. Yes, Ixer One is a great favorite of mine, as is Dan Gaio. But yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. And of course, like Basil, I had Gundam Seed Destiny, so that probably does not need to be dwelled on anymore. Other than I, I hate Luna Maria Hawk and her stupid military, not military uniform dress skirt. It's like this crappy-ass miniskirt that no sane military would allow anyone to wear, and no one else has a skirt like it, and that's my one horrible point uh, that we had not mentioned. So I'll move on. Uh, Gen Iro no Olensis. 
for the most part, no one knows what the hell this is, and that's a good thing. What is the but name of it again? Uh, Silver Colored Olensis, Gen Iro no Olensis. And the same character designer as Gundam Seed, but then again, he was doing character designs for everything for a couple of years. Uh, it's just a really lame 13 episode mecha show. It's like, I, I love mecha show. It's mainly my main thing. Uh, and it was just like, oh, this is, ugh. It actually kind of started me liking it, because it had some sort of unconventional mecha designs, things that weren't really robots, humanoid robots. And But it just, it falls apart. The story literally stops making sense around episode three. The characters are not well characterized at all. And, you know, wow, I, I've honestly, never even heard of this show. I'm, I'm actually just looking at like some of the information now, and the character designs in it, the two characters that they've got on Anime News Network look exactly like the main characters in Gundam Sea Destiny. Like, yeah. exactly. I think the only people who subbed it were Shinsen subs, and even they were like on episode three going, yeah, this is a really crappy show, but we've already translated all the scripts, so we're going to keep putting it out. <laughs> In fact, the, the, the opening theme, the the title of it is Destiny. What, what were they going for? Yeah, that was, that was pretty lame. Uh, Recycling, Japanese yeah. style. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, everything he does, the characters look kind of similar. The main character of Fafner looks like Shin Asuka from Seed Destiny. Uh, the characters in Revias look like everybody from Seed, although Revias wasn't that bad. That was actually probably one of the better things he's done, but that's... Uh, and his character designs look kind of dumpy anyways. Yeah. I, I kind of like Heroic Age, but that's it's more of a guilty pleasure. <laughs> but, uh... And let's see. I, well, I'm saving that one for last. So, uh... Line Barrel. Hated Line Barrel. Same character designer, once again. Uh... That was, um... People tell me the manga is good. Someday I may recover and check this out. Uh... The, my high point was the first episode where the main character grabs a girl's boob and a giant robot appears. After that, there was nothing left in the show to amuse me. Well, let's just jump in the shark right there. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to compete with that? Um, much like see Destiny of a main character who's an unrepentant asshole, and uh, he doesn't ever get better. <laughs> um, I, I hear this is also not the case in the manga. I, I believe this is Gonzo. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Gonzo. They took a lot of liberties with the plot like they do and it, I, I could not like when they did talk about it on the internet it was like wow this is just like totally wrong is all I ever heard but that's uh, it, I was really disappointed because well we've had a we've had a lot of years recently without a lot of good mecha shows when they used to be fairly common and it's just you know I'm like oh boy new mecha show and it's crap Yay. <laughs> which is how a lot of these shows made me feel. Uh, which, once again, a related point. Hey, I think it's still the same character designer. Dragonaut. <laughs> that was... A, I think I watched two was... episodes of that and was was very bothered by just everything in the show. Yes. That's Didn't like, make I, my I, list, I, but, yeah. I hadn't thought about this when I was writing it down. I'm just getting that same character designer over and over. <laughs> <laughs> he can it's draw really good. big boobs, like really yes, big he boobs. Can. Well, and the show had again? that. The character designer for Gundam, Sea, Sea Destiny, Scryd, Line Barrel, uh, Dragonaut, 
If it's not Dragon, if he didn't do Dragonaut, damn, it sure looks like his stuff. Um, I don't think he did do Dragonaut. I think that's someone else. But the the guy, let me check. Yeah, it's. I, I believe it is someone else. But yeah, he can. Yeah, the, he can draw gorgeous really looking females. Similar. But that's about it. It might be the other guy who's his friend who used to work with him who draws almost the exact same way. Uh, whose name uh, alludes I think we got another case of someone who knows exactly the audience he's uh, he is. catering he's, to. He's, he's, going, he's got boobies and dragons that are kind of like Mecha. And, uh, yeah, that it's just, oh, God, the plot just is so over the place and not in a good way. And the character, unrepentant asshole main character, apparently I don't like this. Um, and the girl who loves him for some reason, who is also a dragon. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that case. Well, that case. Yeah. Uh, and and here's a show that I actually feel a little reluctant putting on my list because I think I've only seen like five episodes, but that was enough to make me go, "Ugh, that's Kissdom." Now I've only seen five episodes because there really weren't any reliable fan subbers, and then it got licensed, and it's still not come out in the U.S. I think they were just protecting the rest of us. Uh, this <laughs> what's show, it called? Kissdom. Engage Planet Kissdom. It has it's got it's got mecha designs that were done by Shoji Kawamori, and that's all his involvement. And those mecha are pretty much gone after episode three. Uh, but like, okay, they, the show was so bad that they episode four, the first like ten minutes of episode four was reanimating the last ten minutes of episode three because it just kind of turned to still pictures and talking. <laughs> I hope the DVD release, if there was one, fixed that. But L- uh, listeners, if any of you out there have never heard of any of Kevin's anime list, it's okay. Neither have any of we. Yeah, I'm, I watch oddball things. I mean, I've yeah, I actually stuff. never heard of this, and uh, I'm looking at it now, and it does have some sweet looking, car- some mech designs in it. It's cool, and basically, it's got um, like the Earth is decided to kill all of hum- humanity and all these like sea monsters coming out of the ocean and it, it looks promising and the animation just falls to shit in episode 3 and then all the mecha go away and there's a time skip and you've just got a guy who apparently has the Necronomicon in his chest and has superpowers and it, it he's got an not, entire book in his chest well you don't ever, you don't see it anymore it's, but, in uh, blood. it's somewhere in, in him and it, it looked like it was going to have some Lovecraft references and I liked that And but uh People stopped reliably fan subbing it, and it was crap. And what was the name of this again? Kissdom. Engage Planet Kissdom. K I S S dash D U M. And you and this was something you thought would be a good idea. I saw Mecha Designs by Shoji Kawamori. <laughs> that was all I needed, and I I, I now regret this. <laughs> also had an opening by Two Mix, and it was like about the first thing they did once they reformed, <laughs> and that was not bad. Um, so you're saying that they could have just called it K-I-S-D-U-M-B yes. and would have been fine. For all I know, the DV- if they ever made a DVD release, they made it awesome somehow with re-editing, but, you know, haven't, that they've just not done that. Um, Man, and this got licensed? Jeez. It got licensed and it's not been released, and it's been licensed for a few years now. I, I don't know uh, if they're just sitting on it or... Who, who licensed it? Bandai Visual. Yeah, Bandai. It was, I believe, it was Bandai who made it. So that's a. Uh, I think. Did I miss? Oh yeah, I just I skipped over Valkyria Chronicles on my list to go through stuff that seemed more related. <laughs> yeah, Valkyria Chronicles. 
I didn't like Valkyria Chronicles. I loved the game, hated the anime. Characters were once again their their personalities just didn't match the game. Uh, There's like uh, one character who was a she like had the pacifist flaw, so occasionally she got like penalties to hit things. But in the anime, she's like, I can't hurt anybody. And somehow the love interest turned into like way more of a Sundari than she ever was in the game because I guess people like Sundaris. I mean, we did a panel on that once. Uh, and hey, and you know, it's a silly thing, but it bothered me. Nobody's shooting anybody in the head. In the game, I'm always headshotting people. More damage. No one would like shoot anyone in the head. <laughs> um, if you've not, it's a strategy based on a strategy game. It's a very alternate history, World War II. Uh, like to the point where you're really fighting the Roman Empire. The game's Empire. really good. Yeah, the game is awesome and an interesting hybrid of real-time moving and turn-based strategy. Uh, but anime was, ugh. It's like, I, I, I really like this game and I wanted to like the anime. So, yeah. A fine example of, you know, the talent suck that's been happening from anime to video games for the past 15 years or so. Yes. But this and video another... game is original and interesting and well-designed and the anime based exactly on it and all the material is there just just drops the ball yeah and there's an oddball love triangle for no reason oh god and, like the Xeno Saga anime was horrible yeah yeah that was awful about that. I, they I, made I, an I, anime out of that cutscene yes yes they did I mean video game it would have better they just just Brand thing where it was just the cutscenes. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, like, how do you how do you make a? Uh, it's like making a movie out of a movie. It's, you know. <laughs> that almost made it on here. Uh, I probably should have, but only got two more. Um, pumpkin scissors, you know. And I'll say the manga is good, but the anime they promised, and I've went and read the manga later. The anime they promised me a guy who can kill tanks single-handedly with only a pistol and they give me that for a couple episodes then they do other silly things and it turns into a weird little slice of life comedy show that's not as funny as it thinks it is then they get some action back yeah i watched i watched a couple of episodes of it and i liked i liked a lot what i saw actually like him beating the tanks up but i didn't watch up to the point that you're saying that you got to so, yeah, it kind of goes away. I guess yeah, he like he, he beats that's... up tanks and then he stops being tanks for pretty much the rest of the show. Yeah, there's a, what's there... the point of the show then? Yeah, it exactly. Some, it gets some action back in at the end, but after our first few episodes, it's mostly them in the capital of this quasi German European. Here's country. the answer: it's made by Gonzo. Move on. Yeah, true. Another Gonzo. Uh, yeah, there you go. And man, that Muppet just messes everything up. For my final. Most hate the the only thing I can say on this list that I truly hate, and it's my one hate anime. It's a Gonzo anime, Strike Witches. I I hate this show. I didn't even want to watch that show. So well, how much of it did you watch? Knowing Kevin, all of it. Uh, I wish I, I. Not as much as there is of it. How much? Uh, of it? Come on, we need to know how many episodes. I've really only watched the first couple episodes all the way through. There were a couple other episodes that are like, oh, you should skip up to here, it gets good. You should check this out. It's good in this episode, and it's not. And it's, to be honest, I liked, when I saw the just the premise on paper, if you've like witches fighting aliens in an alternate history of World War II, 
it's some kind of weird multinational strike force. I'm like, okay, that's crazy enough. It might be awesome. And it wasn't. And they don't wear pants. And the DVD <laughs> version is just... The DVD versions are even worse where it's like just pretty much softcore loli porn. Stuff just hanging out all over the place. It is. Cats I mean, and they, dogs they have living a, together. They have an episode where, okay, they don't wear pants. They wear underwear and they somehow pretend they're wearing pants. And... They have an episode where their underwear is all gets stolen. This sounds like a great anime. I don't know what you guys brought. They're all like ten. <laughs> and You've got a thick skin for actually like finishing this. I I oh. really did. Oh, oh man, getting Kevin's, as far into it as you did. Kevin's a glutton for punishment. I mean, some anime. of the when they're flying around being witches with weird little propeller leg things, killing stuff with machine guns and swords is sort of cool. But incredibly creepy. They they do work in some bizarre World War Two references, and almost all the characters are based on like actual World War Two pilots, except now they're like ten year old girls, which is also creepy in its own way. And oh, I hate wow. Strike Witches. We're getting a second season. God help us, because Gonzo's making hand over fist with their softcore loli porn. But they're not Gonzo's not even making the second season. Yeah, you know they moved it on. Now I guess there's a chance it could be less creepy. No, I don't think you can make that premise less creepy. <laughs> like, its spiritual cousin is, I guess, would say Sky Girls, and I did not find that nearly as creepy. But also, it wasn't that good either. Uh, but yeah, it's just Sky Sky Witch or Strike Witches is just it's. I don't know. It's just this like uh, offends every part of me somehow. Just. <laughs> and its whole execution. I've become and, a ball of hatred. Yes. And although the English release trailer with the fighting the war on pants was sort of funny. Uh, but There's some pants, there's some wars that are made to be lost. Yes. People just put on a effing pair of pants. Yeah, I mean, seriously, these girls need a decent pair of pants. <laughs> they just need a decent pair of pants. Or at least wait till you're 16 before you start taking your pants Give off. them some shorts, at least, yeah, or something. something. I mean, come on. Training no pants, you know? Give them real short skirts up until they're right age, right? Oh, but yeah, that that's me. I kind of blew through them because this is going to be a really long podcast. Uh, but... <laughs> okay. I, I think that was 10. If not... Yes, Close ten. enough. That was ten. Okay, who's next? I think you're. I think you're up on the deck. Jared. Eric insists on going last. Okay, I will uh, try to blow through these. Um, <clears throat> these aren't really in. These aren't really in um, order of like worst to worstest. They're mm-hmm. just kind of in order of uh, how I how I found them. I so, did that uh, too. The first one I've got on the list. Yeah, the, the first one on the, I've got on the list is from 2000, I believe, 2001, called Pilot Candidate. Um, this is... Oh, yeah. This ranks as <laughs> just one of the worst shows I've ever seen in terms of just... It's 12 or 13 episodes. It does nothing. It goes nowhere. It has no ambition. And it and it ends with nothing. And it's... It, it's amazing that this show actually got made. And what's even more amazing is that several years later, an OAV got made. So people bought it. <laughs> so obviously, wow. Yeah, that's aired, that aired on Cartoon Network, didn't it? Yes, it, I think it did, yeah. Uh, it I, I, I never... Goddess, it was called yeah. as well. I, I never saw it, but like by the time... I, I like had thought I would want to see it, 
and but before I ever got a chance to see it, I'd like heard it just blows from so many people. They didn't play long. Yeah, it it, it tried very hard to have a lot of like fan service moments for girls, like guys in short shorts falling all over each other and such. So, but it was just a lousy, lousy show on just every level. Yeah. Okay, my next show is a little bit later and something that very few people saw. Um, it was the there was a this net animation called Maho Yugi. Uh, magical, uh, magical something, magical Maho Yugi. But um, they came out with a 3D direct-to-video version of it called Maho Yugi 3D, and uh, this was some of the worst 3D animation I've ever seen. It was basically about this girl who um, wanders around inside a fish. Like she just walks around and she's like wearing a fish, and this fish is alive around her, and uh, she will like pull off bits of the fish and eat it and the fish is alive so it like like screams and um but it was a it was a terrible terrible show um terrible terrible one like one part i believe that the net animation was better but uh it's worth pulling up to see just what what the standard of 3d animation was back then so I think I've seen. I, a clip I can guarantee of this. you, I will go pull this up, and I don't care about 3D animation. But a, a fish screaming as a girl walks around inside it or something sounds awesome. I've been wondering what the hell that was. I think I've seen some clips from that. Yeah, that's all. I think that's been on 4chan or something, and I've gone, "What?" It might have been. I know that the 3D anim- the the net animation might have been better. Um, it was one of the early early direct to the net animes. Um, and the the next one on my list is. A one-shot from, I don't know, like 2003 or four or so, um, based on a game. The game must have sucked, and this sucked too. It was called Early Rains, and this was licensed. Um, this was very hard to talk about, and th- this got on the list because this is, this is just bad enough to give me a visceral response, even though there's almost nothing to say about it. It's, a, it's an anime set in the West, and um, it's just got a bunch of these cute girls that do, they are basically like personality type A, personality type B and C. And, you know, you like this sort of girl, you like that sort of girl. It's I'm actually amazed that it got licensed. It must have been part of some sort of package deal. It, it must have. Um, has anybody here seen? Yeah, anybody I've seen this? I can't even say I've heard of this. No, no that's yeah, weird. Uh, I, I'm shocked to hit anime I haven't heard of. This is uh, you're, <laughs> you've amazed me. You've stumped both Basil and Kevin, and I considered them the biggest anime brains I knew. And... <laughs> well, well maybe always... people have seen this one. And in, in in terms of like bad 3D anime, this guy um, is almost one of the worst I've seen, and he continues to work. Um, this guy is named Romanov Higa, and the his first work was this net animation called. Erda, and this actually got released here as well by uh, Media Blasters. Um, I guess Media Blasters is the place to go to release some real crap sometimes, and this is, yeah. uh, again, terrible, terrible 3D anime. It's um, about these cute girls who are fighting Nazis, and if you described some of the scenes in it, it would sound awesome. But the reality is, is that he didn't really have any sense of like uh, how to put together an action sequence. Like there was a scene of these girls like riding a motorcycle on top of a um, on top of a uh, a train and such, and fighting on top of a train. You know, this like could work in in theory, but just ends up being uh, painful 
And the the guy went on to make like SWAT cats, which was a, a <laughs> one shot based on um, Dominion Tank Police. And um, he also recently made one of the worst things I've ever I seen that, ever. Yeah. Um, uh, God, what was it? It was Cat Blue Dynamite. Um, again, have you guys ever heard of this? I've heard that. I thought title. I had heard of SWAT Cats until you said it was a one shot. I thought you were talking about the Radical Squad. SWAT but, Tank uh, or something. Oh, no, there. SWAT Tanks or something like that. SWAT Cats I was saw actually that. a cool I, show. That pissed me off, the SWAT Tank thing. That pissed me off. I love any, almost everything Masvinashiro. I didn't remember that till now. Uh, you brought up bad memories. That should have been on the list. <laughs> I have to go rewrite my list. I'll be back. Um, also, and then another one that was got on the list. This one, people, if they've seen the show, they will argue with me about this. Um, this is Hugo the Negotiator. Any of you guys seen the show? I think I might have seen an episode or two. Yes. That's a vague This show got on my list. Oh, yeah. This show got on my list because this is the biggest, like, letdown in a show. The concept is awesome. It's about this guy named Hugo, and his job is to basically go around to high-risk areas where there's, you know, really bad things going on and negotiate with terrorists and try to get out of it. The problem is that this is a show that I believe the manga was a shonen manga. If this had been a seinen manga, this could have been amazing. But because it's a shonen manga, they have to dumb things down a lot, and they spend an enormous amount of time torturing him. Like, the, the main character sort of sits around, uh, he, like, he gets uh, tied up in the sun, so his like, skin starts to melt off and such, and it, it got on this list because it's just a tremendous, tremendous waste. Um, the concept of a negotiate, like the anime about a negotiator, would yeah. seem like such a really, really great idea, but it, it just dropped the ball. Yeah, it, it it drops the ball. That's why I even I even bought the first disc of it, sight unseen, just based on the concept, and I was so disappointed by it. Yeah, I um, think I actually have seen this. I just remember going through all the cellular thing, going, "Oh man, dude, negotiator terrorist. That sounds awesome." And you're right; it's it's the same thing when I'm. Always leery about movies where it's a dude, like live action movies in America, where it's a dude who's supposed to shoot a bunch of other dudes. Yeah. And if it's an R rated movie, chances are it's going to be awesome. But when it, if somebody see it's PG thirteen, I'm like, oh, never mind. Yeah, and it's the same thing here. If they 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 made this for young young people under the age of fourteen, it sucked. If they made this for seinen audiences, this would have been terrific. But, uh, yeah, totally dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, another one on my list is uh, <clears throat> one of the best-selling anime titles of the 90s, Karis. Uh, oh, released by yeah. Manga Entertainment. Uh, Karis, uh, based, uh, this was, I guess, the, what, 30th anniversary or 40th anniversary of uh, Tatsunoko. Uh, yeah. And so they kind of put out... You know this this big work to kind of show what Tatsunoko is about, and Karis was awful. the The fight scenes in it were terrible. They they were what they were trying to do was they were trying to go for a um. They, they were trying very hard to go for kind of a tokusatsu feel or like a like a live action feel in it, and this does not translate well to animation. 
And so a lot no. of the fight scenes are very literally Karis dashing at a guy, and then there's a flash of light, and then Karis is behind the guy, and then the guy falls over. And yeah, it was kind of dis- it was kind of disappointing. I am a fan of the tokusatsu genre, and it, it was really disappointing. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see uh, another one on this list. This is just an infuriating show for me in general. Uh, Trinity Blood. Oh, yeah. Trinity Blood. Oh, I was so debating putting that on my list. Oh, that, my God. There, was, there we go. That was on the that was on the potentials. Yes. Yeah, the Trinity Blood is just the biggest worst sort of vampire wank fest I've ever seen. <laughs> like goth, shitty, hot topic bullshit, <laughs> and. <laughs> The type of thing that you'd see Hot Topic asshole kids wearing t-shirts of. I hated the show. The story I was... I have seen. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah, the, the story yeah. Of, of it was very, very generic. And uh, you'd think that, you know, with with the characters like the Robo-Pope, that this thing could have been kind of good, but it, it just wasn't. Um, I think they spent... Any... moments. Yeah, I think they spent an enormous amount of time designing the characters because the only people that I know that will support this show are cosplayers. In fact, one of the most talented cosplayers I know made a very elaborate costume from the show, and I got on her case really badly because she made a costume from one of the worst shows ever. But she made it just because it would be challenging. Everyone I know of Anacle really liked this show. We're all cosplayers. This was really popular yeah. with people. Yeah, uh, the but costumes are elaborate. Yeah, the costuming um, club loved Trinity Blood. They were they didn't they do a the Huntsville costuming club? Didn't they do a uh, Trinity Blood set? You know, no, where, they where decided they on Castlevania. That's right, they decided on Castlevania because Trinity Blood would be too hard. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, okay, Castlevania is acceptable, but Trinity Blood, no. There's there's just no excuse. It's just it's like the worst sort of hot topic shit that I've seen. Yeah, um, it, the main character itself looks like Vash Stampede if you churned him out through Hot Topic and spit him out. That's what that would look like. Yeah. I, I have heard yeah. vague mutterings that the novels the anime was based on were better, but... But the person died before they could finish them. Yeah. yeah. So you're stuck with no ending ever. Right. <laughs> it's like reading most fantasy novel series nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> you leave poor Robert it's... Jordan alone. He hasn't done anything to you. <laughs> it's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like... Uh, w- the, the Highlander series. Like, people say, you know, oh, Highlander 2, you know, that's a shitty movie, but, you know, Highlander 1 was good. No! Highlander 1 was an awful movie. It just looks, it just seems better <laughs> in comparison to Part 2, and all of Highlander is shit. Oh, oh go to hell. <laughs> like, Highlander rocks. <laughs> it does rock, yeah. Queen soundtrack. Swords and stuff. <laughs> well, we're going to get down on this after the podcast. No, the Queen soundtrack, <laughs> and that soundtrack does rock. <laughs> yeah, but you can just buy the soundtrack. You don't have to watch yes. the movie. Oh, okay, well, I'll be here all day if we. Like... Uh, okay. I finally got something controversial, and it's not actually anime. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to delete my one entry of Advent Children because I I realized that I had a grave uh, error in not including this show. This is one of the most irresponsible shows I've ever seen, and that is Earth Girl Arjuna. Uh, this came out like 2002, 2003, and this is the show that definitively showed that Shoji Kawamori should never be allowed to do anything other than than mech designs. 
he this this was his baby. This is the one that he he was like the director of, and I believe he was either the writer or the co-writer of. And he pretty much did everything, this was his baby. Yeah, and it had it on a technical basis. This show is beautiful. It's got lots and lots of money. It's got a Yoko Kano soundtrack, but it is irresponsible. It is this earth-hugging Greenpeace bullshit show that, that um, really distorts kind of. The message, like that, wants to get across in, in very, very um, childish ways. For example, um, they they tried, and and they do gross things in it too. Like uh, uh, the main character was like really sick at one point, and then they go home to to her parents' place. And so, what does her mother do to help her? Her mother grinds up her own placenta and puts it into tea for her to drink. Um, then. And they say, you know, this is really good because, you know, she's, she's you know, drinking the, the placenta of, you know, from, from, you know, her original mother. And this is giving her the nutrients. Your nutrients. By the way, this placenta was, like, preserved yeah. and this girl is, like, 18 years old or something. I, I was about to say, like, this placenta wow. was just I never got around. that far into the show. I yeah. placenta in and, a jar in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they do these just corny, irresponsible, stupid things. Like, they have... Um, uh, the main character eats a uh, a hamburger, and she bites into this hamburger, and a, a very akin to like Requiem for a Dream, where the guys are like shooting up what LSD or cocaine or whatever, and you get like the shot of their eyeballs, their eyeballs and such. She there's this like these rapid shots of her eating um, this uh, of like biting down on this hamburger and you see this bloody greasy meat and then it shows like the cows in the fields being all happy and then it shows the cows at the slaughterhouse and then it shows this meat going through a grinder it's like come on Greenpeace assholes like (laughs) stop it Um, I just want to eat a burger the guy guy who wrote that probably stopped for a hamburger afterwards yeah, this show is full of that shit. They they even like talked about how oh you shouldn't put any sort of uh, pesticides or anything on your on, on your crop because when 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 animals are eating it, all they're eating are the dead parts of the plant. They're actually preserving it, which is not true. So, the, the um, Earth Girl Arjuna just counts as one of the really irresponsible shows. It's a terrible, terrible show and should never be seen by anybody. And uh, Added to that, that Shoji Kawamori just isn't talented. He's fantastic when it comes to mech design, but he should not do anything else. Um, I like the query. The other (laughs) show—that's all I'm going to say about that. That I never saw. That is that the one where people have orgasms while they're transforming. Oh yes. Oh wait, what? No, I have no. to watch. Well, they show. conform the giant robot. They kind of have this weird spiritual merging thing, and yes, they do kind of all make orgasm faces. Uh, it's okay. a weird hodgepodge show. You'll either you either love it or hate it. It's. And I think he directed it. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> I believe he did actually. Yeah. It's, or I it, know he was certainly involved in that show to a great degree. And it's in his own words. It really is him doing Get a Robo. And oh it, dear. It's uh, love it or hate it. Uh, <laughs> so it's like so it's like a, oh god I don't know um, that doesn't sound good at all. But uh, this is the show that, I don't know, people have kind of associated me with hating. Just because I, this is when I, when I don't you know, hold my iron fist at my anime meetings, <laughs> and this is the shit I have to watch. This is Code Geass. <laughs> uh, yes. Code Geass. Sorry. 
Code Geass is a sloppily written show. The the entire. I mean, have you guys seen the show? Yeah. Or oh, yes. know anything? Oh, okay. Yes. I, I don't know how we you guys feel of, about it, but then we have a couple people the, put that in the top ten on the. Brad put it in the top ten. Brad, and we have in fact done an awesome cast on its good points. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why. Because it's though. an interesting show in some ways, but yeah, go on, Gerald. Yes. Tell us why it's horrible. Well, yeah. I. I'm very bothered by the fact that the show, especially fans of the show, will make excuses for the show. Um, the Gius itself, and I, I won't explain what it is because I know you guys know what it is, but I guess for your audience the idea is that it's, um, this, it's this kind of thing in, in the main character's eye that allows him to tell any person anything or gives one, any person a direction and they have to follow it and he can only do this once. And it is so irresponsibly used. If you had someone in front of you who was a very influential politician who could help you, you know, do something, would you tell them to jump on one leg? What the hell? Oh, that made me so angry. Maybe once. Well, that's all you can do is yeah. once. Yeah. You do it yeah, once, and that's it. Yeah, there's other politicians. And, <laughs> and then the, the geas itself, like the device itself, is this item that... The entire purpose of it, as far as I can tell in the show, is to either be totally useless, to be some sort of very lame comedy trick, maybe. They use it to comedic effect at a few times. And it's very hard for me to take this seriously as a comedic effect when you can only use it once in your damn life. And, or it is used to screw the story up as soon as the story is, is coming together. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the second season, but the means by which the show got a second season is the biggest pile of bullcrap I have ever seen in a show. It is the most convenient crap I've ever seen, and the way that they justify that, what happens to them getting a second season, we have to sit through this horrible, horrible arc with this awful, awful villain just so that someone can't say, well, that hasn't happened before. And then, so they say, no, it, it happened in these this, these awful three-bit episodes that uh, never that that were just there, just so you could prove that it has happened before. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. And to the to the audience that is listening to this that hasn't seen the show, it's probably they're very frustrated. But because um, I'm not explaining in detail what it is, but I don't, I feel like I should spoil it because I don't want anyone to watch this show. Yeah, go for it. Go, go for, for it. it. Yeah, we, we spoiled it. We spoiled it already. Yeah. Go for it. Okay, I'll I'll spoil it then. Um, the idea is, and by the way, I'm bad with characters and I'm bad with details. Uh, but also, I was not caring a shit about the show by this time. But the idea is that things are kind of working well. And by the way, if you guys see, see I'm getting a detail wrong or need to add a detail, please go ahead and add it. But you know, th- things are working together. The, the the Japanese and the British seem like things are almost coming together, and so. By the, uh, what was the, the the main princess's name again? Euphemia. Euphemia that's Euphemia, it. My yeah. my my wonderful roommate's helping me out here, and yeah, she's never seen the show and she knows the character's name. But anyway, Euphemia is going to have <laughs> this big talk, and she's going to say, and it's going to you know, there's going to be finally friendship between the Japanese and the British, and so they pull out, um, uh, they pull out Lelouch because Lelouch is kind of the the symbol of this of this revolution. And then Euphemia is you know, asking him about this Gius, and he's saying, well, yeah, I can you know, tell anybody to do anything. Like, for example, if I said, 
you know, kill all of the Elevens, and it were on, you would have to kill all the Elevens. And just conveniently, as he says that, his Gius turns on accidentally. And so now she runs out and says, hey, kill all the Elevens, and then the military starts mowing down all of the Japanese people. This is the oh, the, the most head-slapping yeah. bullshit moment I've ever seen in anime. Like, what sort of writing were they doing at this time? Oh, it's it's infuriating. It's oh, hey guys, I got greenlit for another season. Woohoo! Okay, how do we make this work? It's, it's just lazy, lazy writing. Oh, anime and, by the three. I mean, it's like, uh, have you guys ever seen the Naked Gun uh, thirty-three and a third? I think it yeah. was. Yeah. Where they were at the Oscars, and uh, they were had like geriatric park and such, and <laughs> oh, yeah, there's yeah, a scene yeah. in it, and there's a scene in it where Leslie ne- where the the bad guy is pointing a gun at Leslie Nielsen, or no, Leslie Nielsen's got a gun on the bad guy, and the bad guy says, "Hey, look over there," and Leslie Nielsen looks and he like slaps the gun out of Leslie Nielsen's hand, and the entire audience at once just slaps their head. Like just <laughs> that's what I'm. I'm wishing that the entire anime audience watching that was doing. It's. I know. I and, I mean that, that scene. Although yeah, and it's, it's not even like, like the extent of my complaints are even further than that. In that, it's a show that believes that the only way to attract either a male or a female audience is not through having interesting characters and a thoughtful storyline. It's through having guys that may be gay, maybe they're not gay, and girls that appear in bunny outfits and swimsuits a lot. And during the second season, they even were losing, apparently, their male audience, so they said, oh, let's up the girls in bikinis quota. And that's kind of insulting to me. Like, it's one thing if it's, you know, Queen's Blade, where that is kind of the design of the show, but this is a show that thinks it's smart, and it thinks that it's actually... It, it, it thinks for a second that it's going to actually inspire people or something. And it's, it's not. It's just crap. Yeah, the it, entire reason why I watched this show is for, okay, what kind of crazy ass shit are you going to pull me? Oh, she go, kill, she's going to kill all the elevens now. Okay, how do you top that? But and that's what, what other watching the crazy show ass shit, What crazy ass shit, as you said, happens other than that? Like, the, the show just... That that's like the one thing that happened, and then, I, I mean, that was twenty six episodes of really kind of badly done, badly done show leading up to that. Like, like so I, couldn't, for, I couldn't keep watching. The second season actually gave me a thing where it was like, I actually started getting angry and angry the more I watched the second season, and it got to the See, point. I was where hating like, the show by then. Oh, go on, go on. And it wasn't until, like, the final episode where I went, okay, well, you're not the worst thing I've ever seen, so I'll give you a pass. But, hmm. yeah, like... Well, it's only because the ending, like, the the thing that happens last is what has been interesting. The pro- Like, it's a really great idea. The problem was is it's, they had horribly lazy writing to reach that point. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's just, well, we'll create this big political drama and... You know, it'll be, and we'll work it like this and this and this, and we'll be a really intelligent show, and then we paraded out girls in bikinis. Pretend to be and, an intelligent and, show, or think uh, they're an intelligent show. Exactly. and uh, I, I think the last episode of Code Geass was really good. How they got there was not. <laughs> well, it's, I think the idea behind what was going on at the end was great. I just don't think that the 
they 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 didn't bother to actually write it. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like they came, they came, somebody came up with a great idea and was like, "Let's do this at the end. We could have the whole series revolve around this." And then the writers got lazy and didn't bother to actually plot that out. Yeah, they didn't quite. You no, know, I think I might have. Go on. They didn't quite get to that when the, it's like they had the good idea and the writers somehow couldn't quite write around that to make it good. But like I, I do know someone who saw the last episode first. And then they were like, oh, God, I've got to watch the rest of this series. Just from the last episode. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah. I, well, think I, th- I think I actually would have liked the show a lot more if the Geas never existed. Because the, the existence of the Geas forces me to say, well, you can only do this once. You need to do it well. You need to do it right. Don't fuck it up. And he just... When did he ever use the Geas in that entire show that wasn't a total waste? Name one time in that entire show that it wasn't a total waste. I think it might have went to some person. And hey, I, don't uh, kill me. They're about to kill him, so they didn't kill him. I think maybe that, that, that probably. Yeah, that's when he made maybe all the soldiers but, uh, shoot themselves in their that head. That would suggest him, him not dying was a good thing. <laughs> well, it was the first episode, so I didn't know that it was a bad thing yet. To be fair, yeah, the first few episodes, and that's when he didn't know what his limitations were. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, I think that the, the Geass itself, like, if it hadn't existed, it would, it would sit as kind of just this mediocre sort of shitty fan service uh, mech show. But as with that Geass, it, it just reaches a new level of bad for me and a new level of lazy. Yeah, um, I kind of I liked Lelouch's, like, way over-melodramatic nature. Just the way he... He was just fun to listen to ramble I mean, it didn't have to actually make any sense. Just the actor himself was just fun to watch do play himself or play that I could, character. I could, I could deal with that in a movie, but 26 episodes of this 13 or 14-year-old guy acting like a big shot when he's not and then planning things carefully and fucking up constantly kind of got annoying. Yeah, and Like, he always fucked things up constantly. Yeah. And my other point, the other thing I really liked from Code Geass, the probably the only other thing, was the Emperor of Britannia, because Norio Wakamoto is always good. Norio Wakamoto is always good, but he's also in real shit. He is, <laughs> but he's always entertaining. Well, he's always in a lot of stuff, though. I mean, so yeah. you, you take the bad with the good. Yeah, just... it, if, if the good thing about a show can be summed up in a YouTube video, then it's not good. <laughs> probably not. But we probably should move on. Yeah. Okay. I, but yeah, I, that, that is probably the most passionate thing that I hate. The next thing I just hate a lot, it's just, uh, this is just a bad show that I got kind of, kind of forced to watch for a few episodes, and this is a very recent show called Black Butler, Kuroshichuji. Um, yeah, I saw some of that. Yeah, it's a horrible show, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. a horrible Kevin, show. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin likes everything. Like you can't get him to admit. I have a hard time to say I hate a show other than Strike Witches, but yeah, it wasn't that great. I, I wanted to like it, but it just it didn't. do The it. only but reason he, that this isn't like worse is because Trinity Blood exists. Because this is the same sort of hot topic <laughs> shit. Yeah. I, I wanted to like it because it was like Victorian England, and that's always. That's kind of just a neat setting, but well, it yeah. doesn't like use the setting at all. No, not really. It's it's it's, it's hot topic Victorian England. It's yeah. um, it's like this. It's steampunk, but not steampunk because steampunk is bullshit. <laughs> steampunk Victorian romance Emma, it ain't. Yeah, it's not Victorian romance Emma, not by a long shot. 
No, but it's it's a show that um, it's bothersome because I know that the reason that a lot of these things are in the show is because the the female audience must have fetishes for it. Like the main character is this little boy that walks around in shorts, and he is very very closely guarded by the the black butler character, and this is bothersome as well. Um, it's a show that uh, yeah, he's got like these these servants who are absolutely terrible servants. I don't even I think they're supposed to be there for comic relief. All I can think of is why are they servants? Apparently this this is answered later, but I couldn't yeah. care. They they apparently turn out to all be incredible badasses, just lousy servants. Um, Problem but, is, is yeah. that are they badasses or are they badasses in terms of they jump around a lot and there's really really badly done action sequences. Well, that yes, because that's but, what I got uh, too from the yeah. from the that that the, one of the big problems I'm seeing is that animating an action sequence is it's very very rare that one is done very well, and that if you don't have the money to do it or the talent to do it, then I don't think you should do it. And that show did it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I watched an episode. When so. That was an episode. I moved on. Yeah, I, yeah. I watched, I think, six. I, I would have stopped at two. But but the people I was watching with actually liked the show, which disturbed me greatly. Yeah, so, six uh, is definitely enough to get a feel for the show and be, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a few more, but I just kept hoping it would get better. But boy, is it popular. Yeah, there's, yeah. Now I skipped to the end. Butler kills and him. And it's 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 another show that that is popular with cosplayers. Yeah, that it is. This, uh, you know, really really cool popular outfits. with cosplayers. Yeah, but you know, you can get cool outfits in like an art book. Like True. you can just have an art book called "Shitty Steampunk Victorian England Bullshit." Write <laughs> that down, Eric. You've just made me millions, Gerald. <laughs> yes. And that's that is my list, guys. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Eric, bring us home. All right, I'm going to blow through these because I'm not uh, actually as uh, huge an anime fan as uh, the uh, rest of the guys here, so this is kind of my uh, anime that's fucking annoyed me list. Um, That works. Number one. This will be an interesting list then. It's Shield 21. Listen up, Japan. You don't understand football. Like, stop trying. Oh my god, every time this show comes on, I start vibrating because they're doing something wrong. (laughs) Now, I, I get the impression that, that you're a big football fan then. Like, do you watch the Super Bowl and football in your spare time? Oh, yeah. I watch uh, a lot of SEC football. I watch a lot of... Uh, uh, I plan to eventually coach one day, so it's kind of one of those... Okay. That's an interesting perspective, because I really like the show, but I don't care about football. Yeah, and so, likewise. I, well, it's like, I think that it's... Oh, go on. Well, I was just going to say, when they stop talking about football mechanics and are actually just doing the show, I actually like Ice Shield. It's just that they'll start to try to explain the football mechanics because it's being funded by the NFL to teach to try to train little Japanese kids to like NFL football. And mm-hmm. the, for some reason, the Japanese people they have describing the game of football do it wrong. And it's like, oh my god, Like just just do your plot. Stop trying to explain football. <laughs> the, the actual funny That's thing is... That's interesting, yeah. Is that the only reason why... Like, Ice Shield Tron is actually the anime that got me into sports anime. And the reason why I watched this show... It's like, oh hey, 
It's a show about football. Oh, I'm going to show Eric this. Yeah, Eric loved it. He actually bought me the first volume uh, on, of, the manga. And of the manga, gave it to me, and I read it. I was like, what is this shit? <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> and I was like, it's football! See, that's that's a really interesting perspective, and, and I, I can kind of understand it. Um, like, people really got on my case about me not liking Summer Wars. And my job is IT administrator. And Summer Wars has total utter bullshit when it comes to computers and IT <laughs> and anything technology related. That's not the reason that I dis- dislike that, but that is something that, that piled on for me that, that, that made me dislike the show. Like, there was no research done whatsoever. And I suppose it was kind of the same for you in, for, for yeah, the football well, aspect of it? Very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah, I guess there's nothing okay. worse when you run into a story, uh, anime, book, movie, whatever, when they take, like, your hobby or personal interest and get it totally wrong. They do it totally wrong. <laughs> Thank God Odame had people mm-hmm. who can actually play instruments. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm okay. going to group the... The next two are going to be grouped together, and it's because they're... I hate them for the same reason, and it's Desert Punk and Grenader. And it's because there are two anime that everyone ran up to me and said, Eric, you're going to love this. It's totally awesome. It's totally you, Eric. And, like, they were total shit. And I'm like, what do you think? Do you think I'm a moron who likes shit? Is that what this is? Like, uh, you know, Grenader was some Japanese guy thought of a neat scene of someone reloading a gun with their tits and then made an anime That would have been That would have been really funny as one episode. Like, if you had one episode... Yeah, a one-shot thing, I would have been like, hey, check out this ridiculous show about a girl who reloads guns with her tits. Like, but it that they, how can they extend that to an entire show? Uh, what it should have been, what it should have been, it should have been a female adversary for Cobra in an episode. Yeah, that yes. would have been awesome, too. That would that have been would've, amazing. That would have been great. Again, one episode, but yeah, like, not 13. Exactly. You just how do you get thirteen? I got given this DVD, and I remember looking at the friend of, that gave it to me and going like, "You just hate me, don't you? You just you think I, <laughs> you think I am nothing but a guy who likes tits? Like that's all I am to you." Now, I actually enjoyed Desert Punk up until he took the mask. The main character took his mask off, which was yes, like episode yes. three. Like up we, up before that, it was actually a fun show, but then suddenly he took his mask off, and the entire show went to shit. That we were having that exact conversation before this started, um, yeah. and this was the thing is, uh, is I have a, the online handle Digital Jawa. It's just what I go by, and so uh, there was a thing about a guy in the desert who's got a brown robe, and so all my anime friends were coming up and going, "Oh, you should watch this. It's about this guy. It's kind of Jawa like." And I was watching. I was like, oh, "This is pretty good, pretty good." And then it got to episode three, and I was like, "Oh my god, what is your problem?" Now, yeah, least... like what? What episode two had? Um, um... I, uh, oh, I forgot the guy's name, and he's like one of my favorite uh, manga authors ever. Um, but like, they just had like him in that episode, like in a in a slap fight with a guy played by Norio Wakamoto. And I mean, this <laughs> That's is awesome. Great. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Like, but yeah, and, and everyone else's defense, Eric, we were watching it as episodes came out individually. Yes. And so we all were like, oh, God, what did we just do to ourselves? Yeah, I, I remember that because you guys got me in an episode, I think, two. Like, um, or two or three. And then, because it was real, it was like, I saw it and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then the very next episode, he took his mask off and it just all went to hell. And, yeah. uh, um, but you yeah, guys should... that would have been good for like three episodes. Uh, they, my friends seem to do this a lot, actually. Like, uh, the anime club here seems to get me at the exact wrong time. I remember they were all going, you need to watch Gurren Lagann. And, uh, they brought me in at episode four, which is the worst episode. Oh, the really badly animate, animated episode? Yeah, it was with the guest director. 
And I remember going. Osamu Kobayashi, yeah, he was he was actually the director of like Paradise Kiss and um, uh, Kimoguri Orange Road. Like he's a talented guy, but that episode was just out of left field. We don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, and I remember going, "This is what you guys have dragged me down here to watch." Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, number did you? Well, they're not; these aren't in order. But uh, uh, number one, uh, number next is uh, Bleach. Oh my God, guys! Pick what kind of anime you are. Are you a you know Hollow of the Week anime? Are you about a Soul Society? Are you about? I mean, what the hell? And why is everyone in love with this? It's just Dragon Ball Z with swords. I mean, come on, guys! This is what you're doing here. Everyone Dragon, loves Dragon Ball Z is more Z. coherent. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dragon Ball Z is more coherent. God, it than pains Bleach. me to admit that, but it is. Um, now it, it, I'm actually of, of the three like shonen shows. Or what's it? Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach. Bleach is the aesthetic that I like the most, and so I'm trying to get into it. I'm only like eight episodes in or so. Ah, oh, well, that's where and it's still good. We, <laughs> we, 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 like, we got some email from people telling us, you know, okay, this is this is how you watch the show, and this is what you skip, and this is what you, this is you know what matches up with the, with the manga and all that. But um, <clears throat> there, there are big complaints about that show. I know. Oh yeah. Well, it it changes what kind of uh, show it is like three times. And also, I'm just not a fan of any show that you need, like, a roadmap to watch. Like, that's what my, my roommate's really into Bleach. And he'll go, like, no, 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 you just skip this arc and this arc and you watch these. And it's like, okay, any, like, show that I have to skip a fourth of is probably a bad show. Yeah, it's just, I, you know, I really liked early in the show when it's Ichigo and his basically normal human friends busting ghosts. And that's sort of cool. And then it turns into generic shonen crap with everyone coming up with the most new powerful thing ever. Yeah, exactly. And then next week, there's a more new powerful thing ever, and yeah, I'm waiting for them to bust the ghost of Frieza. Like, uh, <laughs> like on the I'm other hand, on the other hand, Rangiku. So oh, yeah, oh yeah, there are so, some lovely so, is it really female that bad character show now? designs. There's some lovely female yeah. characters. That, that can only yeah, go I was so actually far. talking. I was actually talking with my friend about the show, and he's like a super big uh, One Piece fan. And I I just mentioned, you know, the Bleach females, and he said, yeah, yeah, that this is the show that's got the best-looking females of any any of the three shows. But uh, that doesn't necessarily make it a good show. In fact, that can make no. it a bad show. So, And uh, I guess to keep it all grouped together, we'll go to the next big show, which is Naruto, which is on my list. Uh, God, I stuck with I that hate... for about 200 episodes before I finally said, fuck this. You know, I don't actually mind the Naruto anime as much as I mind the stupid fucking headbands everywhere on everything at anime conventions. So God, this is not necessarily a strike against the show, it's more a strike against its fan base. Yeah, like, I'm not saying I like Naruto, I'm just saying that I'm way more annoyed by the fact that there's a headband. Like, they sell, you go to these anime cons and there will be booths, and all they sell is, is uh, Naruto headbands with different symbols on them. Yeah. yeah. I, I was sort of insulated from the fan base when I was watching it, and I, I watched it till the year of filler. When they, they gave me literally a season of filler that was like that got progressively stupider, I said, forget this. Then they started the new season, but I tried to watch it, but my heart was just out of it. I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> I actually watched like four... I actually watched up to about... <laughs> I watched ten episodes of this and hated it. And I hated it because the main character is the worst main character ever. He's yeah, so annoying. Ever. He is. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you on that one, Gerald. Like, that's how I watch shit. Like, we were showing it pretty regularly at the Anime Club for a little bit. And then I'm like, this. why am I watching this when I can watch One Piece? Like, really? Mm-hmm. 
I developed a love for some of the secondary characters in that show, but nobody yeah. loves Naruto. No, no. one no. likes no. Naruto. No one likes everyone. Naruto. Everyone likes everybody. Likes Rock Lee. Everybody likes you know all I don't know whoever else Tsunade or like Sakura Kikashi, or whatever. Yeah. That, but nobody likes Naruto. Not really. No. Yep. He has occasional moments where he's almost cool, but then he screws it up somehow. Uh, and you go now. Yeah, I really don't like Naruto. I forgot. <laughs> and and someone I was talking to someone about the show who was really annoyed with kind of the the conceit of the show, which is that Naruto is this amazing person who can learn things really quickly. And they were talking specifically about Rock Lee and the Rock Lee fight. And this, it, it's really annoying because it goes against everything that you know a young person should be taught or should be shown, and that is that Rock Lee is this character who works really, really, really hard. He works so hard, and he learns these moves, and he just works and works and works at it, and he fights Naruto, and Naruto learns his moves instantly and defeats him. But what does that show you? Remember, kids, can't win, don't try. I think it was Sasuke who does that. I don't remember Naruto fighting Rock Lee. But either way, it's still a bad well, maybe. Message. Maybe I was... I, again, this is something I heard secondhand because I didn't actually watch that. And I, I wouldn't be bothered to watch you know, that no, much unless, of Naruto. I, yeah, exactly. I, unless I, this actual episode was in the filler somewhere, and the filler was crap. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, next, we have Fullmetal Alchemist the movie. Um, mainly because I am a uh, history major. And uh, let me tell you, uh, the, uh, the uh, Philosopher's Stone is made from uh, uh, people is you know in Nazi Germany. That was not fun for me. <laughs> like... Uh, so this is something that hit you, again, <clears throat> not necessarily awful on its own, but awful because it, it hit your personal sensibilities. Oh, it was pretty awful on its own. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like, uh, you don't uh, like Nazi Maze Hughes and Hitler's Rise to Power? Yeah, <laughs> like there, that was pretty, pretty bad on its own. But there is just that special twist in the dagger that got it on this list by uh, uh, me being a history major. And it gets extra bad. Okay, what did you for... think of the TV series, though? Uh, it was okay. The first one was, was meh. I kind of stopped watching after, like, episode, what, 16 Basil, something like that? So like, something uh, like, I, I watched all the way to the end. I really liked it up until they pulled a big twist on where the where the portal goes, and then I was like, what? Really? I think I watched uh, about ten episodes of the show, and the show was directed by my least favorite director ever, Seiji Mijushima, and... The one thing that he does that doesn't necessarily annoy anybody else but annoys me because I've seen it in every single one of his works is that he is he is the least funny director I've ever seen in my life. And he will push jokes constantly very hard that are never funny, like the the fact that the main character is short. Oh yeah. And they'll push this again. And they'll push it again. And it wasn't funny the first time. And he'll push it again and again and again. And if you watch um uh, Generator Gall, which is like one of his first shows that he directed, that's the same thing that they pull. It's just the same jokes again and again that are never funny, and he's very well known for that. Well, not well known at all. He's actually something that I just know him for, and um, that annoys me greatly, and I couldn't deal with that show. Oh yeah, there was there were a lot of running gags that were not funny in that show, now that I think about it. But I really do think the movie is just the the movie's the epitome of the bad. All that was wrong. Yeah, everything that was wrong yeah, with Full Alchemist, the first series, or firmly came to a head. The movie's firmly Alchemist. past the point where it's it's ignored the manga because the manga hadn't really been finished, 
and it goes off into its own way, and it went further into that own way. It was just digging its own hole. Uh, now, is the movie... I've heard this about the movie from... from I, I don't know. This was not necessarily the most reliable source, but that the movie is, the movie is basically the equivalent of, like, fan fiction in, in that it kind of sets up the characters and situations, like, now... The two main characters like live together and are brothers, or and they were brothers yes. before, but they now like live together well, and stuff. I and don't remember the details very well, but it does feel very much. Yeah, like it, it, is it very, comes off like fan fiction. It is very much yeah. uh, someone. Uh, so it comes off like someone saw the last episode of the series, and then when like let's write a fan fiction to to finish it. Well, I gave it the same sort of general loose, crazy, but not. Good. I mean, they didn't know what the, really what they were doing, like, yeah, like, like Advent Children. Did. Let, let's see. What if uh, Mustang was like a depressed hobo? Uh, what if we got two of the homunculi to fight? Uh, yeah. What if they brought Hughes back? Oh, what if we brought him as a as a Nazi? How about that, guys? That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Hey, oh, be man. a smarty. Join up with the Nazi party. Uh, and uh, yeah, I feel like I'm bashing on like the fan fiction writers a lot, but that's generally. <laughs> Generally, my standard for bad writing is fan fiction. Well, well the there is, is some truly atrocious fan fiction. There can be good fan fiction, but you're you're uh, published. No such thing. Published. Oh, uh, there's some decent fan fiction out there, but you're published. Hey, I wrote this wonderful thing about the Gundam Wing Boys and Mr. Cheese Van and the uh, Flone. It was awesome. Look, no one has read my unsung opus about the Star Trek Highlander crossover, but still, uh, the point is, we'll have is to read the three hundred thousand others. Exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point is that your polished, published, put out their work should not remind you of fan fiction. Yeah, well, this they, is true. Well, now you just remind me of the one really bad Fushigi Yuki OAV, like the last one they made. That was absolute utter shit. Even if you liked the show, it was absolute utter shit. Let's <laughs> see. Uh, next is Powerpuff uh, Z. Powerpuff Girl Z. Powerpuff they, Girl uh, Z. They took everything fun about the Powerpuff Girls and. I just don't think Japan got it. It was one of those things where uh, they, they, I think that some guys watched the Powerpuff Girls and were like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing, and they, they took the wrong well, elements. they did show it in Japan. I, I guess they just liked different things. Yeah, it was it was uh, very strange to me. Um, it's it's the full think... circle, though, because Powerpuff Girls was meant to make fun of, like, cute or, anime. Of cute then, anime, yeah, exactly. Now anime was, yeah, now anime was made of it. It's the full circle. But, uh, yeah. Circle of life on that one, but it is a really good case. Like mm-hmm. late times, we'll see something like you know, brought for Japan and totally screwed over for American audiences. Uh, this was just the the inverse of that. Yeah, this was this was the uh, f- uh, Fox Kids or whatever uh, it, one piece of uh, yeah. It was <laughs> just almost interesting. Like you know, of course, then there's things where like the X Men cartoon got way better opening than Japan did in America. So it was Transformers animated that has an awesome Jam Project opening. It's still the same show. Uh, but uh, that was pretty self-explanatory. Um, Chobits, oh my god, if I have to hear the word chi one more time in an anime kitchen, you don't hear it so much nowadays, but chi. man. Or, or, or pants. I haven't heard it in like five years or so. Like, uh, I've heard it I've heard it more recently than five years ago, but man, oh, I hated that. That, that show so was like the best show ever made when it was first coming out, according to the internet. Yes, that's that's what it was. I remember. I remember multiple multiple people putting this as like one of their top shows ever made. This show is amazing. There could never be anything wrong with Chobits. It is a fast, an amazing, amazing show. And then it just was, it it was crap. It was terrible. Like it's, yeah, it's it was clamp crap. 
Well, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's this is actually the, the first show ones. that made me go, yeah, maybe Clamp isn't always good. I, re- I remember uh, being really Wait a second, excited. wait a second. When is Clamp good? <laughs> I'm a real, I really like Magic Knight Rare Earth and uh, Miyuki-chan Wonderland. And that had been the extent of my no. exposure. <laughs> now, Magic Knight Rare Earth, were you watching the TV series TV or series. the were you reading the manga? TV series. The TV, Which is, and you're supporting that second season? Uh... I kind of like the second season. Uh-oh, we got another Highlander yeah. fight on our hands. Uh, the second, actually, the I like second, the second season, season where nothing happened. Yeah, but it, it had an Ixer homage. <laughs> ah, now we understand why. <laughs> okay, I maintain, why. I maintain that Clamp is is ver- are very talented artists when they let, what's it, Mokuna draw. Now their stuff is very generic looking, mm-hmm. but they can't write, like, at all. Uh, but Miyuki-chan in Wonderland was entertaining for... You know the thirty minutes that it was. But if it were a show, it would have been bad. Yeah, once once we're back again to that as a one shot, it worked. If it was a TV show, it would have been horrible. Like Clamp's really good at starting yeah. ideas, then they get bored and go do something else. Yeah, like X the TV series. That's I mean I mean X I should say in general that show. They have got every ending that they could hope for already done by other people for them, and they still like I guess they just can't get the deal together to get the manga ever going again. Um, I don't know. I, I clamp clamp disturbs me. Like people hold up like Card Captor Sakura as like one of the best things they've done, but that's a that is a show done by a bunch of perverts, and it shows very clearly. <laughs> I actually thought I'm actually somewhat fond of Angelic Lair. <laughs> Who did we know that was big into Card Captor Sakura? That what? That's not Amy. We knew a boy that was. Brand? Was it Brad or Barry? I don't remember anymore. Oh, man, because he's just talking, you know, uh, talk about uh, they're all perverts, man. I remember somebody being really into card captures for all the wrong reasons. But, I mean, that show, it's like Sakura wants to stup her older, like, classmate, and then Tomoya wants to stup Sakura, and then Tomoya's mother wants to stup Sakura's mother, and then Tomoya's, uh, Sakura's brother wants to, wants to stup, like, Tomoyo's brother, or no, the Tomoyo's like every, his best friend. <laughs> everyone I mean, wants to everyone sleep wants with someone. Yeah, I mean, this is a show for little girls, and it's done. It's a show for little girls done by a bunch of perverted ladies. So, and it's very, very obvious. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, come see. But that is a done? tangent. So, anything else on your list, or, or is that all of it? Uh, no, I got one more, and yeah. it's uh, it's a uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Because, uh, uh... Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't know why. It annoys the shit out of me. Um, also, uh, I'll admit that I, uh, I played a lot of CCGs and Yu-Gi-Oh! was one of them, and, uh, it was... The anime would cause people to bring things, uh, to, to play that were not good, and it was very sad to crush something that, uh, someone had seen on TV, and had gone, oh, this is really awesome, because I saw it on the TV show, and no, it's not. Now, I'll express so some did you love. Like, did you... Did you like the game and not like the TV show? Yeah, did it was... not like any of it? Well, the game was pretty simplistic, but it was pretty much the only deal besides Magic running. Like, uh, so I was mm-hmm. playing it and Magic for a while, and, uh... But uh, you'd go to these big uh, thousand-person tournaments, and uh, your first three opponents would be... Uh, and I'm not talking little kids. I mean, they'd be like, you know, 21-year-olds that had seen something on the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime and decided to build a deck out of it. And you just have to crush now, your I... soul, so... I thought that the the show itself prided itself on never ever following the rules. Ever. Oh yeah, no. never. <laughs> they do not, which was what made it even worse. Like yeah. now, 
what and what pe- most people don't remember is the first Yu-Gi-Oh the first anime Yu-Gi-Oh. or the manga before it got to the card game. I love that. That was that awesome. was just about like regular. It was about like random like different games, wasn't it? Yeah, like, he just had there would to... be random games of chance again with like some yeah, bully no. or criminal or jerk, and Yugi's at that point seemed pretty evil. Alternate personality <laughs> would like once the person that he's playing against lost, he just melt their brain, he'd steal their soul. Right? It'd be awesome. Like, so he just kind like, of like crush their soul. It was it was kind awesome. of like kaiji for little kids then. Yeah, that yeah, was exactly. fun. That was fun for a while. Then it, they did one story arc with the card game and went on as normal for a while, and then suddenly it became all about that all card about game. All about the card game. Well, I don't know. Like I said, it, it's personal annoyance factor for me is that uh, I guess I should have been grateful for it because it made the first three matches in a tournament easy, but like, it's, just, <laughs> it's just really sad to crush some guy who's driven yeah. uh, six hours to this tournament's uh, poor little soul because he thought something that Yugi did was cool. And, no, you know, he sounds like, like a pretty game. sad individual in the first place, so you well, probably... Well, he probably was playing Yu-Gi-Oh! as a card game. I mean, well, on, there were like three of these sad individuals in a row, and it would be like... <laughs> I'm sorry I killed your three blue eyes. So maybe when dragons. Konami killed the game in America, they were trying to... They are trying to do the... Yeah, I'm glad, I, I'm glad I got out of that years ago, but yeah. I still have some cards if I bothered to dig them up. I've got a couple decks worth at least. No. Too, I'm too poor now. College means you can't play uh, any CCG. Well, these are just stuff I had bought when, it, when the game was shiny and new. And yeah. Not unless Enjoy you college be... while it's there. You've got, you've got more free time than you will ever have ever again. You'd think that. Uh, <laughs> the, the problem is the 40 hours of the week job. That was my situation. Yeah. With the 18 hours. Okay, that does suck. That does suck indeed, but uh, I know most of my friends, they worked part-time or didn't work, but uh, if you do work 40 hours, that does suck. Yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things where uh, the tuitions keep going up and student loans don't keep going up, so... Yeah, that indeed. sucks. I feel for you. But uh, yeah, that's my list. That is everything there, so... Uh, so... Yeah, I had a much longer list than that, and I feel bad yeah. that there were a couple of things that I left off. I was going to, you know, talk about Iki Tosen or oh, yeah, uh, Moon Phase or also Loveless. Or... What's yeah. wrong with Iki Tosen, guys? I thought Dragon Drive was... No, I'm kidding. No. Fuck it. Like, now, uh... I'd like to give an honorable mention of crappiness for... It's not anime, but Robotech the Shadow Chronicles. That was crap. And it invalidated mm-hmm. the novels. The one thing about Robotech I liked... <laughs> But I thought the novels invalidated the TV series. Yes, already. yes, well, they did. Yeah, and that was what I liked about so, them. Because <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't like the. Okay, yeah. So then the the Shadow Chronicles is actually invalidating both the TV series and the novels. So it invalidates everything. I guess if you just watch the TV as canon, yeah, it would fit. But I, yeah. It was horrible, and you think it's roughly about the same time uh, Macross Frontier was out in Japan, and you look at this one-shot direct-to-video thing, and it does not look even remotely as good as a 26-episode TV series. Yeah. And it was bad. And it it was just I think as soon as as all of the Robotech fandom just gets it together and realizes that they made that show up as they went along, and this was confirmed by Carl Masek then the entire world will be happier. It doesn't make your show worse, 
It just you just admit to what how the show was made. And you know, I knew Macross was once I discovered actual real Macross, and that was pretty awesome. And I'm even discovering that you know Southern Cross is not total crap, and most Peta is solidly mediocrely okay. <laughs> I like most Peta actually. It's it's, I, it, it's got some it's good moments. Decent. And it's like that's hey. Mm-hmm. I got I, mean, I got both of them when you know ADV, ADV stuff was going fairly cheap before it got awful expensive. Got, got awful expensive. I got the right. both of those in one little pack, and it was like, okay, this is less crap than uh, the Masters part of Robotech. Yeah, this ain't bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so there we go. That is two hours of us bitching about anime. Yeah, and I feel better off for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, it's. I should mention that yes, I I do like a lot of anime. I I passionately like and I passionately hate anime, and uh, so there was there was a lot more of things on this list that could have been, but I could have easily done yes. a show about best best anime of 2010. Well, so I don't want I don't want to perpetuate the idea that I'm that I hate everything. I'm the biggest hater ever. Well, so. I'll tell you what, Gerald, we'll have you on again. <laughs> and like I said, this is the one time we've ever did a show about things we dislike. So definitely in the next show we have you on will be thinking something that you do like. Well, we hated Chun Li. Okay, well that was an awesome crap. Yeah, we we, <laughs> we we have a separate thing we call awesome craps for things that we really really dislike. That's why this is probably the uh, awesome crap awards for the, I see. For the crappiness of it. We, but we live in an era where there's so much anime accessible to us. We can just go. This anime is shit, and I'm go on with our lives. Yeah. And that's I'm certain that thing. if I were living, uh, like in the 1980s, and I had this much access to anime, this list would just it would be just as long, yeah, and yeah. have just as many things on it. So there's no era that had the greats in anime or anything. It's there's always been good crap stuff. is spread out. There's always been yeah. crap. Yes. And on that note, thank you for very much for uh, talking with us, Gerald. Like I said, awesomecast.com, animeworldorder.com. Yep, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, that's AnimeWorldOrder.com. And uh, check us out. We're trying to put stuff out a little bit more regularly. And uh, with that, we are out. Good night, everyone. <laughs>